My name is Dulce Valencia and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce, a podcast where every week I invite special guests to break down the telenovelas we love. From the music to the cast to the unforgettable plot twist, every slap, every imbécile, every secret twin, I have got you covered. Bienvenidos and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce, the podcast where we watch telenovelas and we talk about them. My name is Dulce Valencia, I am your host, and thank you for joining me for another week of recapping La Usurpadora. On this week's episode, we're going to be covering episodes 84 to 91 of La Usurpadora. Y'all, we only have a handful more episodes left, and then this telenovela is done. I am a little sad to see it go, but I'm also excited to get started on a new one. And I don't know why I'm talking like this is a final episode. We still have like one more episode left of La Usurpadora and then we'll we'll debrief. I'm sure we're going to have thoughts. But on that note, if you want to send me thoughts ahead of next week's finale. Next week, I will be recapping the last few episodes of La Usurpadora. So if you want to send me thoughts, overall opinions, did you like it? Did you not? You can send that to me. Any thoughts you want to share, you can send it to me either through a voice message on email or even Instagram, or you can send me a text through email or Instagram. And let me know your thoughts and I will read them to you all on next week's finale episode. But for this week, we are not at the finale yet. So we're going to pick up with the recap where we left off. But before I get started on the recap, we're first going to be talking about a little announcements. Let's see. For this week, my only announcements really are less than five days until I get to see Sebastián Rulli on stage in his play called Divorciémonos Mi Amor. I am so, so, so excited. Y'all have no idea. I, yeah, I just, I can't believe that's happening. And apartment hunting in LA went really well. Fingers crossed for me that I get my apartment approved and then, you know, I can start the move process, but I'm so excited. And then telenovela stickers. I haven't mentioned them in a while. Telenovela stickers are up for sale on Etsy if you want to support the podcast. That's an excellent way of doing so. And they're also really fun and you should check them out. The links for everything is in the bio, like always. In the bio, in the show notes. Oh my God, I'm over here acting like I'm on Instagram. LOL. Um, But no, there'll be links for everything in the show notes. But with that being said, let's get started on recapping episodes 84 to 91 of La Usurpadora. So we pick up right where we left off, where Carlitos is on the table with the whole Bracho family as they're all talking about Paola and Paola's impending return to the Bracho mansion. And again, everyone was really dumb because how are they going to talk about these things in front of Carlitos? Like they they all know he's sensitive and he knows more than he lets on. But uh, they still do. And so when Carlitos is like, who's Paola? They lie to him. Paulina is like, oh, that's my sister, you know? And he's like, your sister's named Paola? But Abuela Piedad told me your sister's name was Paulina. And then Paulina has to be like, her name is Paulina Paola, and my name is Paola Paulina. Like, our mom, you know, our parents are just, you know, things that parents do. They gave us funky names, which obviously is such a dumb excuse and a dumb reasoning, 
but also it works because if y'all don't remember, Paulina's mother and therefore Paula's mother was named Paula. So Paula names her daughters Paulina and Paola. So clearly she had a thing going on here. Uh, so yeah, the lie is dumb, but he's a child, so he believes her and everything's fine. And so while this is happening, Paola finds out that Paulina was let go of prison and that she's a free woman. So she decides that she's going to go to the Bracho family and install herself in the Bracho mansion and cause mayhem. And y'all, I love this so, so, so much. I know, I know that as an audience member, I should be Team Paulina. And let me be clear, I am absolutely Team Paulina. I think she's a great human being, and I think she deserves her happy ending. However, I am also Team Paola, because Paola is just a chef's kiss of a character and I can tell that Gabby Spanik was enjoying every second of being Paola and so Paola decides to go to the Bracho home and install herself and she causes mayhem simply by existing it's so 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 funny I love these scenes literally all she has to do to ruin any of the Bracho's day is wheel herself in and say something anything She can just say, hola piedad, and that's it. Abuela piedad's day is ruined. Or all she has to be is like, Lalita, estás actuando muy diferente. And that's it. Lalita's day is ruined. Or, cachita, no sabes cocinar, or whatever. And that's it. Cachita's day is ruined. So... So, oh, I love these scenes. Literally, she just... And then she knows. She knows the power she carries. And she knows that just by being herself, she's ruining everyone's day. And she rejoices in it. And she loves doing that. And one of the one of the moments that causes the most drama and mayhem is her nurse, Elvira. So, when Paola was in the hospital, her accomplice quickly became the nurse, Elvira, who discovered that she was faking her illness. And then Paola decides to hire her and have her be in cahoots with her. And so Elvira is a ride or die. She honestly, like, just watching her, the actress, by the way, uh, I, I did not write down her name, but she is, she went on to have, like, a really long career and still to this day does have a really long career of playing the villains. Azela Robinson, I believe is her name, but she's so good at the villain. And she's more subtle here because in more roles that she'll go on to have, her villains are always very, very, very fun characters. But in this character, obviously she's a nurse and she's in cahoots with Paola. And so she can't be as over the top, but I love, I love her performance. It's so good. And so the nurse is kind of like being super extra and being like, oh, you all need to do this for Paola. You need to do that. You need to set the bed a certain way. And also I'm going to need my own private room because I need to rest and they're like well why do you need a room if you're not living here and she's like well you know every now and then I have to rest so I demand a room and so everyone including the servants are all really annoyed at her and are like who who does this nurse think she is she's like ruining our days and ruining our lives and the biggest the biggest moment of drama that happens is when Paola is like, I need everyone to set the table and make sure that there's a plate for Elvira, my nurse. And this, 
does not go well with Fidelina. It does not go well with anyone, especially Abuela Piedad. Like when they tell Abuela Piedad, the dramatic music in the background plays and they're like, who does she think she is? She does not belong in the table. And Paola is like, she's my nurse and I demand that she is going to sit with me and she's going to sit at the main table with all of us. And so they end up doing what Paola asks them and Elvira ends up sitting in the table. And I gotta say, I side with Paola on all of this because just the way the class systems are reinforced in this telenovela, I don't like because I'm anti-class system, I guess. <laughs> um, but just, they're like, oh my God, the worst thing that she can do is sit at the main table where the bosses sit. And... <sighs> So in this telenovela, the servants all really like their jobs and they all really like the Bracho family, but they like them to the point where their whole lives literally revolve around the Bracho family. And I don't like that because we're as audience members supposed to be like, wow, the Bracho family is so good. They're so great. They treat their servants like human beings and everything. And their servants just love serving them. And I don't like that because the servants are, they are stripped from having an identity that doesn't include the Bracho family. So all their wants, all their desires, none of that exists because their whole purpose is to live to serve the Bracho family who's a higher class. And I don't like this. And I also specifically don't like it because there's a moment back back of way way back at the telenovela that I didn't talk about but that really irked me and it's a moment where Fidelina and Abuela Piedad are having a very touching moment and they're talking about how much they mean to each other and then Abuela Piedad is like in heaven you're gonna you're gonna be there and you're gonna be serving me And then Fidelina is like, well, in heaven, there's not going to be any servants, which acknowledges that there's obviously inequality that comes with the servants and the Bracho family. And she's like, I won't have to serve you because we're going to be equals in heaven. And Abuela Pida is like, well, I'm still going to need you. And yeah, I hate that. I hate it because ugh, they should be equals right now. And also in the telenovela, in the episodes I watch, there is a moment where Paola is like, I need to talk with Abuela Piedad. And Abuela Piedad is with Fidelina. And she's like, you can talk to me now. But then Abuela Piedad is like, I'm not going to talk in front of your servant. And then Abuela Piedad is like, she's not my servant. She's more than that. But no, she's still your servant. And you still treat her as such. And she still lives literally just to serve you. And that's my little rant on class systems and how the servants aren't even given proper characters because, well, they're given characters, but their character's whole thing and whole purpose is simply to serve. That's it. They don't have any autonomy in their own private lives. We see one storyline of Lalita having a boyfriend at one point, but that's about it. The servants just exist to please. And I don't like that. And that's like my little rant on that. But anyway, all that aside, so because Paola has installed herself in the Bracho home, it becomes impossible for Paulina to return. And she also doesn't want to. Because originally, the Bracho family was like, Paulina, please come back. Like, we need you. The children need you. And 
if you come back, you know, everything will be great and, and Paola won't even be there. So they're trying to get her to come back to continue pretending to be Paola. And Paulina doesn't want to. I mean, obviously, she just went through trial and she just is free. This is the first time in over a year that she finally has the freedom to be Paulina Martinez and not be tied to Paola. And so, of course, she doesn't want to return to the Bracho home and continue usurping the place of Paola. She wants to live her life. And now she's also a millionaire. So she has money. She can literally do whatever she wants in her life. But of course, it's Santa Paulina and she loves Carlitos and she loves the Bracho family. So while she says that she is not going to return to the Bracho home, she does agree to take in Carlitos because Carlitos is super attached to her. And so they decide that Carlitos is going to live with her and she's going to live in a hotel. A fancy one because, again, she now has money, which I love for her. So she installs herself in the hotel with Carlitos. And as they do that, we go back to Paola in the Bracho home. And we get one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things in this telenovela. And that is El Pacto de Perras. For my non-English, or English, I can't even speak. For my non-Spanish speakers out there, a Pacto de Perras is a bitch pact. And this happens when Gemma rolls up to the Bracho home and she sees Paola. And this is the first time her and Paola talk outside of the trial. And it's the first time like they're, they're in private together. And Paola tells Gemma how she is not interested in leaving, leaving Carlos Daniel so that Paulina can be with him. So Carlos Daniel is trying to get the divorce, but Paulina is not willing to sign anything unless she can secure her bag and secure her money. And she also just doesn't want to divorce him because then that'd be too easy and that'd leave Paulina and Carlos Daniel the freedom to get married. So she's not trying to do that. And then she decides to form a bitch pact with Hema. And the pact is that they're going to join forces and they're going to work together so that Carlos Daniel and Paulina do not end up together. Paola is like, I'd much rather have Carlos Daniel go to you like rather than my twin sister because I hate her. And so they form this pact. But very quickly after the pact is formed, Hema exposes herself and she's not she she has no intention of keeping this pact because she really has no allegiance to Paola and she really just did this pact to buy herself more time to get into Carlos Daniel's head and to make sure that she's able to seduce him because y'all Hema has not let go of Carlos Daniel like that girl it's been years Carlos Daniel at this point has been married twice fallen in love multiple times and he's still has not set eyes on Hema, but Hema has not given up. And so while Paola thinks that Hema is in cahoots with her, Hema talks to Carlos Daniel. And y'all know how easily sweet Carlos Daniel is. Like you tell that man, oh, purple is an in color and you should wear a purple suit. And he'll probably wear a purple suit because you told him to. Like, I love Fernando Colunga. I always have, always will. But him and Carlos Daniel are two different people. And Carlos Daniel as a character is just so easily manipulated. And that is exactly what Hema does. She's like, you know what, Carlos Daniel? You have been letting yourself just be manipulated by 
Paola and Paulina because you're just trying to do what's right and you should really take care of yourself and you should really look inward and figure out what's important to you and cut ties with both Paola and Paulina because they have both manipulated you. And Carlos Daniel is like, mm, you right. So then Carlos Daniel decides to cut ties with Paulina. Oh, I was so frustrated because it was so easy to sway him. All Hema had to do was literally say, Paulina and Paola have manipulated you and you need to set yourself free. That's it. That's all she said. And Carlos Daniel decides to go to Paulina. This is after she's been taking care of Carlitos, after she's been taking care of matters at the Fabrica, because again, she's like the, she's a millionaire now. And because she's a millionaire, her money, her money is tied to La Fabrica because she's a primary shareholder. So she has businesses to attend. And she's been taking care of everything, doing everything for the Bracho family. And then Carlos Daniel goes to see her and is like, I think it's best if you leave Mexico and we never see you again. Y'all, when I say I wanted to like, I wanted to grab him and be like, what is wrong with you? Like, I literally wanted to scream at my TV and be like, what are you doing? So then Paulina, y'all, by the way, I got to give a shout out to Paulina's character development because at this point we really see her growing a spine and she's really like not willing to put up with anyone's bullshit except Paola's in a way because but only because Paola is still her sister and she's like I'm the only thing she has and again she still thinks that Paola is sick so she's willing to do stuff for Paola but she's also standing up for herself so when Carlos Daniel is like I think we need to cut ties and you need to leave and you need to stay away from the brachos Paulina's like okay that's fine you know what, that's great because I might get married and I need to restart my life. And I think it's best that, you know, Carlitos and I put some distance between ourselves. Like, obviously, I still care for him, but it's not healthy. And I think this and that. So she is giving him the cold shoulder just as he is now giving her the cold shoulder. And I really appreciate that because, again, it shows the character development of Paulina. And we also see a scene where she really thinks back to everything Paula has done to her. And she's like, yeah, my sister's evil. Like, there's no denying it. But again, she's still going to be there for her because it's her sister and she doesn't want her sister to be alone. But yeah. Carlos Daniel cuts ties with Paulina. And so Hema's plan is working. Carlos Daniel is now being more, quote unquote, independent in his mindset. But not really, because again, he's still being manipulated, except this time by Hema. And it's actually working. He starts to see Hema in different light. And he starts to like really consider her and kind of be like, oh my God, who has she been? Like, why haven't I noticed that she's beautiful and that she's smart and that she's caring and worldly or whatever? So he really starts finally looking at Hema in a different light. And while this is happening, Paola discovers that Hema was just sabotaging her and that she double-crossed her, essentially. And so we get this really funny scene where Paola and Hema are just throwing jabs at each other. And Hema's like, well, Paola, I would never dress like you if I was a married woman. And then Paola is like, oh, Hema, I wouldn't be talking because you're clearly not a lady. I mean, you've been to a nudist beach. And that's like a big 
point of contention that Hema has been to a nudist beach, which I found so funny because they're just, they're, they're funny. They're really fun characters. I really like them. So yeah, so Paola and Hema, their alliance lasted literally nothing. And now they're back to being forced friends, not even friends, but there's definitely always been a level of understanding between both of them, but they're going back to just every woman for herself. And while this is happening, back at the hotel, Paulina is having a conversation with Carlitos. And the conversation is around boarding school. Because as Carlos Daniel has cut ties with her, he, I guess he's not going to be a good father and he's just going to send Carlitos off to boarding school. And so Paulina is tasked with the task of talking to Carlitos and being like, hey, you're going to go to a boarding school. And I hope you enjoy it and I hope you have fun. But obviously, Paulina is much more, much more cariñosa. I don't know how to say that in English all of a sudden. Uh, gentle, I guess. She's a lot more gentle and she's like, wouldn't you love to go to boarding school and make new friends and learn all these new activities and just be with people around your age? And she gets it to the point where Carlitos is like, I'm so excited to go to boarding school. I'm going to learn horse riding and I'm going to meet new friends. So he's excited for boarding school. And around this time, Paulina starts to feel alone. And then this opens the door for Edmundo. Now, if you don't remember who Edmundo is, how could you forget? Edmundo is played by Arturo Peniche. He's Paulina's lawyer that worked really, really hard to set her free. And his work paid off. But in the process, he fell in love with Paulina because why wouldn't he? She's beautiful and she's gorgeous and she's beautiful and gorgeous. Those are synonym, synonyms. Oh, my God. I, I literally cannot talk. Um, but he has fallen in love with Paulina and he goes to visit her at the hotel a couple of times and kind of date her. And he starts, you know, being very clear with her. I love you. I am in love with you. This is who I am. I am a lawyer who works because he likes to. My parents left me a sizable fortune that I'm willing to, you know, put everything aside for the right woman. And I think that is you because I'm in love with you. And Paulina doesn't love him. But then her friends, remember her friends, the ones that came from Cancun to support her during the trial, Filomena and Celia? They're like, girl, like, why are you wasting your, why are you wasting your time on Carlos Daniel when Edmundo is standing right there? Like, he is handsome, he is smart, he clearly cares about you, and he fought to set you free. Like, why aren't you all over him? And Paulina's like, well, I don't love him. And then they make a really great point, and they're like, well, you said you would never love after Osvaldo, and then you fell in love with Carlos Daniel Bracho, and now you say you'll never love after Carlos Daniel Bracho? Well, Edmundo's right there, and maybe you should give your heart a chance. And, oh, I love that advice. But Paulina is obviously not me, and she has, I guess, higher standards or maybe better morals. So she's not too quick to open herself up to Edmundo. But that doesn't mean that Edmundo's not going to try. And y'all, again, I love Fernando Colunga. I need to make that very clear because, you know, I love him. He's my favorite telenovela actor. But I'm, I'm team Edmundo here. I just adore him. I think he's so great for Paulina. He is the only one so far to truly love her for who she is. Because there, there's even a point where Paulina says it, that Carlos Daniel only loves her because she's a reflection of Paola 
And he also will come to not love her because she is a reflection of Paola, which very poetic. But here's Edmundo like loving her for who she is and, and taking the time to really get to know her and everything. And I, I love that. And I'm team Edmundo. He's so lovely, so caring. And there's, there's again, he's been asking her out multiple times and they've been having dinners. And all these dinners have been at the hotel because he's respectful of Paulina's time and the fact that she can't go far because she has Carlitos to take care of. And so he calls her and she's going through it because she is going to be leaving Carlitos very soon. And he notices it. Again, he notices things. He knows when she's upset. Oof, y'all, I'm so team Edmundo right now. And he's like, you sound sad. Why are you sad? And then Paulina's like, oh, you know, just stuff. I'm not sad. Like, you don't know me. And he's like, let me take you out. Let me take you out for dinner. Let me at least be company for you. And Paulina's like, I can't because I have Carlitos. And, you know, I really need to spend some time with him before he goes to boarding school. And then Edmundo's like, well, let's invite Carlitos too. And Paulina's like, no, like, you know, he's a child. And, you know, he, he probably wouldn't be great company for adults. And he's like, no, nonsense. If he's going off to boarding school, let this be a dinner and celebration to send him off in good spirits. And that's so sweet. I love that. I love that. And so Paulina, Carlitos, and Edmundo go out to a fancy restaurant. And it just so happens that that very night, Gemma and Paola convince Carlos Daniel to take them out to a night of theater. And after the theater, they went to catch a bite at a fancy restaurant. And the fancy restaurant just so happens to be the very same restaurant that Edmundo, Carlitos, and Paulina are at. So Paola is the first one to spot them. And she's like, is that my twin sister right next to Edmundo and Carlitos? And Carlos Daniel is like, yes, that's her. Don't you dare go over there and cause a scene. Because again, Carlitos still doesn't know that that's a real Paola. Uh, so he's like, you stay away from them. And Paola is having a lot of fun watching Carlos Daniel's reaction. And then Paola is like, well, at least when I was cheating on you, I never involved Carlitos. And then Carlos Daniel is like, she's not cheating on me. We're not together. Like, calm down. And obviously it's not date if she's with Carlitos. But he says that. But y'all know, like, in his heart that he's upset. But he goes over there and he, like, says hi to them and is very polite and everything. And Edmundo, again, bless him. He's a great sport about the whole thing. And the biggest thing is making sure that Carlitos does not see Paola. And there is a moment where it looks like he's he sees her and he's like, oh, who's that lady? But because they're seated so far away from them, they're able to be like, oh, you don't know her. That's just some random lady. Like, don't worry about it. So after that dinner, though, Carlos Daniel talks to la abuela Piedad and he's all mad and upset. And he's like, well, Paulina was out with Edmundo and that's clearly the man she's going to marry. Because when Paulina was giving Carlos Daniel the cold shoulder, because Carlos Daniel gave her the cold shoulder, she's like, well, I guess it's good that you're taking Carlitos to a boarding school because he's going to be in my way because I need to live my own life and I'm going to get married. And then Carlos Daniel is like, oh, you're going to get married. That's great. With who? 
And then Paulina's like, oh, you know, I don't know, whomever. And at this moment, to the audience, it's very clear that Paulina's just bluffing and she doesn't really mean it. She's just kind of hurt and she's lashing out in a way. But Carlos Daniel is like, oh, she's probably going to marry Edmundo. That's probably who. Or maybe it's that man that I saw at the trial. The man, by the way, is Osvaldo, Paulina's first love. So he's just like spiraling a little bit, trying to figure out who Paulina's going to marry. So the next day when he's talking to Abuela Piedad, he's like, I found out who Paulina's going to marry. And Abuela Piedad is like, who? And he's like, it's Edmundo, the lawyer. And Piedad is like, girl... Obviously not like this. She's a very dignified woman. But the way I understood it is Abuela Piedad is just like, girl, like you're being dumb. Clearly she loves you and you need to stop fighting it because you two are going to end up married. And that's how it's going to be if I have any say in it. And Carlos Daniel is just like, oh, no, you know, we're never going to be able to be together and blah, 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 blah. But Abuela Piedad isn't having it, so much so that she calls Paulina and she's like, I know you weren't on a date. I know that you're not interested in him. But just for the sake of my grandson, like, I just want to talk to you and tell you that you are going to marry Carlos Daniel. I have decided this. You both love each other and that's how it's going to work. And I love this, but I also don't like this. (laughs) It's complicated because I love that Abuela Piedad just runs everything and she's like, you know... She's this older woman in a house full of adults acting like children. And obviously she has to be the parent and set order to everything. So boss ass woman over here. So while this is happening, we go to Willie and Estefania. So throughout these whole episodes, Willie and Estefania have continued to be toxic and just a mess. Estefania, whom we all thought was finally, you know, giving herself a break, she took the the power away from Willie so he could no longer run her finances and she was really prioritizing herself and her son. Yeah, she loses all that. All of a sudden, Willie is able to manipulate her and be like, your brothers are gonna, are gonna spend and mismanage your fortune and this and that. And he's kind of not wrong. Like his reasoning, I know he's lying to her and I know he's a little bitch, but his reasoning is not super out there, which is why I can kind of see why Estefania would believe him. And he's like, Paola's back at the Bracho family. She's asking for all these things. Oh, because by the way, y'all, she asks for a car, a specialized car so that she can drive it because, again, she's in a wheelchair and she can't drive a regular car. So she wants this specialized car that costs $57,000 and she's making the Brachos pay for it. So Willie gets worried that Paola's just going to run them to the ground like she did in the past. And so he tells Estefania, you need to sign the power back to me so that I can go to the Bracho factory and I can make sure that the money is being managed correctly and I can make sure that your inheritance is safe. The reasoning is there, but the motives are because Willie just cares about the money for himself. So... Willie is not a welcome presence at the factory. Carlos Daniel and Rodrigo hate him. They don't like him. And there's a really funny scene, well, at least a funny scene to me, where Carlos Daniel is walking in the factory and he runs into Willie and he looks at him and he just punches him. And that's it. He walks away. And I I laughed. I laughed. I'm horrible. But I laughed. It was funny. 
So Willie knows that he's not a welcome presence at the factory, and he already had an incident with Carlos Daniel. So on this particular day, before he leaves, he decides to take a gun. And uh, I knew I, I knew that something was going to happen because, I don't know, I feel like, the, I forget what rule this is, but you don't show a gun unless the gun is intended to go off. And so he makes his way to the factory where he immediately runs into Carlos Daniel and Carlos Daniel doesn't like him. He hates him and they get into an argument and they're fighting and Carlos Daniel starts beating him up and then... Willie takes out the gun and he shoots Carlos Daniel. And it's a really dramatic scene, like it's in slow motion. We see Fernando Colunga like hold the wound, see his hands that are filled with blood, and he falls dramatically on top of the ceramics. And it's, oh my God, it is so dramatic. It actually caught me completely off guard because... I do not remember this happening, and that is how episode 91 ends, and that is where we're going to end this episode. Y'all, I'm worried. I'm stressed. Like, I know I said that I was team Edmundo, but I'm lying because I'm always team Fernando Colunga above everything else. So, for next week's episode, which will be our grand finale, we'll get answers to all our questions. Number one, is Carlos Daniel going to live? Number two, will Paola stand in the way of Carlos Daniel and Paulina finding true love? Find out next week in our finale episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to send me your thoughts on La Usurpadora as a whole or the ending, don't forget to send them to me through Instagram or through email at Telenovelas con Dulce. Thank you all so, so, so much for listening. I will see you all again next week. Bye.